0: Hey guys, it's the awesome cast episode 283. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. It's ready to get geeky, get techie with you from the Pittsburgh area, the Mayhem Studios up here in the Beachview neighborhood. And uh, I, you know, the more, the more and more I talk to people, I think we're going to put the Beachview on the map as far as things go in the in, in the Pittsburgh region. But that's for another time. Uh, today uh, we got well, first of all, back in the studio, C, and man, you missed a crazy one last week, John Chichilla joining us at Chilla on the twitter i hope you got a chance to listen to last week's episode
1: i I actually it's funny because i was actually going to bring up i was going to ask locate for some and you for some opinions on how you get back into the media after two days of being brutally ill to the point of not being able to consume any media so i'm still catching up on a slew of podcasts backdated blog posts a, a number of things i was I was definitely unfortunately out of commission for about two well, days there last week. I don't week. know if you
0: noticed, but it got very sexy last week. So uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, John Carmen, for setting the mood with that, and and Marta of Marta on the Move podcast for joining us, and, and of course folks from over at Pittsburgh Retro Gaming had a great event over this past weekend. But but joining us from that, that is now, the row. Oh yeah. yes, that is uh, uh, joining Papa us Shango, from, so that from those are all options. That's not the Wrestling Mayhem show. There it is. Hello, hey. Jim Lokay, joining us. From I I don't know if you guys aren't on video you're missing like the brand placement smorgasbord <laughs> right now which
2: I get nothing from but it's just it's just probably the best private location with with you know with the logo you know to represent my employer
0: yeah so so Fox Five News down there in D C in the mm-hmm. it, do you officially call it the I'm loving it McDonald's green room like do, do you like have a camera in there uh, where you're you just know what?
2: Like, they, so when they do when they have guests because here's the thing my my, my station. Um, They do like they literally have celebrity guests on the morning show. Um, And so, you know, Marlon Wayans was on last week and they've had Richard Gere on the morning show. And so they'll take bump shots of them and they'll be in here and, you know, they have lights in here and they can do live shots from in here. But um, I think that's one of the reasons that that's up behind me. (laughs)
0: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think is it. Uh, Mikey and Bob still have the the McDonald's studio or something going on, don't they? Yeah, I think always, they do. I,
2: there, I, I don't believe they. Because here's the thing: when you work in news, it's kind of tough to. You, you don't want to do too much product placement. Unfortunately, this happens in the context of what's really not a news show.
0: Right. Right. Well, there you go. Uh, but we're going to get uh, get caught up with you here, uh, Jim, and, uh, and 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 uh, I know you got you got some. Some crazy stuff going on. You were, at, you were, you were talking with uh, somebody that I know from Airplane.
2: Funny story about that. <laughs> uh, so I had an interview. I actually, when Mike reached out to me a couple weeks ago about doing doing the because it's been a while. And, and the thing is, with my new job, I, I'm a no longer morning guy. I work nights now. So this is. I got to work at three o'clock today, and I'm here till eleven. Th- I, I'm beyond at ten and eleven o'clock tonight. And but I had an interview set up with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar today, which. Awesome, because for me, I do both news and sports, so it kind of bridges the gap here. Yeah, And um, unfortunately, uh, we got to the event. It was a big deal. We set it up two weeks ago, and somebody apparently decided no interviews, and they didn't tell us until the oh, event was over. So I was in a lobby at a hotel for about three hours waiting for this event to start, which never happened. So uh, Karee, he was delightful <laughs> on stage. He was he interacted with all, of, all of the fans who showed up. There's probably about eh, four or five hundred people there. But he did not sit down with us or any media because of an overzealous uh, book company representative with whom I had words with afterwards. And you guys have seen me get angry at people. I definitely uh, Deborah felt the wrath of me.
0: Did did, did Deborah get pen mode with you?
2: <laughs> no, Deborah did not did not get pen dot mode with me. But but you know I don't want to hijack your show. But um, it's kind of I do have a whole story about my last stand with pen k d k if you ever want to hear it right, you right. Can save it from the- yeah
0: is, is that the one with the sign that we talked about on the Christmas episode a couple years ago? yes okay, so yes. you can check that I, I, I believe that's like the 2014 Christmas episode uh, with him on there and, and I think it's probably at the end of the show uh, but yeah. it is epic we should we should probably clip it out for youtube
2: do it <laughs> so basically no I didn't. All I did today was I sat in a room, listened to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and I just ate a giant soap from Jimmy John. So <laughs> here I am. <laughs>
0: That's the way to do it. Well, this is your awesome cast. Like I said, we talk about tech from, uh, you know, not so much the left and the right coast, but right in the middle here in Pittsburgh in the tech capital. And, uh, of course, from uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, today with uh, Jim. Okay. Uh, but you can check us out. We're at AwesomeCast.net. Check our awesome interviews. We had a great awesome chat with Josh Lucas up at the hardware store. I'm sorry, Work Hard Pittsburgh. They rebranded. still in, in my head. Uh, and in the new academy. Pittsburgh Code Academy that's coming up. Uh, but you can check out everything else. Uh, you can uh, look us up and uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. And we're also uh, starting this week. Uh, the debut episode is going to be streaming on riversedgepgh.com, a 24 hour. Uh, a streaming network here. It does music and talk radio in the morning. Uh, that's out in Millville, PA. Uh, so we're hoping to have, I'm, I'm hoping to have them on the show. hope you guys go check them out. Uh, I, I've been, I, it's, it's a really cool mix of music when I've been popping in there and uh, it's a really cool thing going on. Um, also big thanks to our friends uh, on Patreon, patreon.com slash awesomecast. Uh, we put it out for free. If you guys, but if you guys get value out of this, if you want to support it, uh, in a different way other than sharing it and we love it if you can just share the show with people who are going to dig it too especially the especially the Pittsburghers out there uh but big thanks to our friends Thistle Sea Business Development at Thistle Sea on on the uh, on the uh, uh, Twitter and uh Michael Fedor uh, Michael Fedor I'm sorry Mike Fedor show on the Twitters as well. Thank you so much. Their executive producers dropping five bucks an episode. Really, really appreciate that. You don't need to do that. You can put a penny. You can put whatever. You can put a limit to make sure we don't put out 10 episodes. <laughs> and oh, something's out. going down. I think that's the okay. awesome, th- awesome thing of the week just popped up there. Uh, but we'll go. Please, uh, if you'd like, support us uh, or share it over at patreon.com/awesomecast. So let's get the awesome things. The so, so uh, uh, look, you gotta, you gotta leave here uh, probably about a half an hour. So I want to get a. Few things, a few conversations going with you before uh, before you get out of here. Uh, first, what is your awesome thing of the week that you want to share with us?
2: Well, you know, a lot of the things that I've shared when I've been with you before has to pertain to you know, what I do in the news, and um, you know, I've always been a big proponent of social media and newscasts for, for better for worse. And we had the big blizzard down here over the weekend, and I thought what was really cool what we did uh, rather than just going to the same reporters outside the same snow piles. We had viewers on air. With, we Skyped with viewers. Um, you know, we, we you know obviously shared some pictures, some tweets. They came up with a hashtag, the winter awakens, and <laughs> we had it trending in the D.C. area for a while, which is kind of cool. Uh, so more of a personal touch on, on snow coverage as, as opposed to what I've been used to in the past.
0: And I saw uh, you did a, a Facebook Live the other night, too.
2: Yeah. And they're big on that down here. That's I mean, the thing was when I, when I got here, and again, you push me back on track. I just wanted to share this with you because it was interesting. Um, I remember, you know, when Meerkat came out, and I was up in Boston and we're, you know, we're trying Meerkat and here's this brand new thing. And then Periscope came out, you know, a week later. Um, but when I came down here, they had told me, look, you know, Periscope's nice, but we really prefer you, you do Facebook live, Facebook mentions. And I got to tell you, I mean, I'm not, I've never been a big fan of the whole behind the scenes aspect of, of showing you because I think sometimes it lends itself too well, too much to... To, to, to newscasters kind of acting like asses, which I have done quite a bit before. But we've done it, the, the interaction has been fantastic. We have a huge social following down here because I think people, I realize people do appreciate that and you know, it's, 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 it's a great way to, to break down that wall and interact directly with viewers. Now, my awesome thing, which uh, has been out for a little while, I think it really made its debut in, in, uh, in the early part of the fall, but it's getting a little more critical mass. Uh, is is an app called news on it's uh, it's it's they have it for iOS they have it for Android I'd love at some point if they would if they would uh, come up with an Apple T I think there's a Roku version Um, but for example, so basically what it does is it aggregates live and recorded newscasts from pretty much every major market And in Pittsburgh, I can watch at any given moment. Um, you know, I love I love a good implosion who doesn't and so You know, I could watch Stephen Cropper on channel 11 right here and you know, there's the implosion. So I wanted to see that. So I was able to watch it live right on the app today. And I think one of the great things about that is, is you know, as we time shift what we do in the news industry. You know, nobody's waiting around for the five or six o'clock news anymore. I mean, it really is, it's, it's very few ads. I think the ad ads that, 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 that it relies upon comes from the TV stations because obviously the TV stations want to make sure they're making money off, off the streams, but it's, it's, it's fast. You can use it just about anywhere. Um, and it's, it's, it's a great tool for what I do too. You know, if there's a big story going on in Minnesota, in Minneapolis or something like that, I can pull up a live stream wherever I am. And that's something really, believe it or not, in this news universe, it wasn't easy to do before. You'd have to hope that somebody had a stream up. Um, and now it's, it's all in one place. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. And it changes the game a bit for what we do. Uh, my, stations, my station, my uh, station, Fox five does not participate in it. However, Fox, uh, you know, they 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 have investments in other large uh, uh, social media apps. So, but that's that. I think especially if you're in Pittsburgh, it's a great it's a great thing to have. You get to, you get two of the, the the two preferred news stations in Pittsburgh, Channels Four and Channel Eleven, right on, right on the app.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I'm playing with it, and I actually have it up here. Um, I, I know you guys are, are in this video feedback, but i, I popped it up here uh, for the video feed for everybody out there. And it really does kind of gonna kind of pop, like because there's this kind of uh, uh, wipe right and left, and it throws the video <coughs> feed like really smooth in the corner. And, yeah. and, and I have it, I have it just kind of full screen on my, um, and everybody's getting my texts, uh, on on on, on the uh my my uh, uh MacBook here, and you guys are seeing a full screen if you're watching the video as well. And uh, it's it's really kind of dramatic. It's really impressive. Uh, so and yeah, you can go in here, and I, I was pulling up a couple different channels. I don't even know what area I, I pulled up there some Donald drunk clips and and depending on where they're at they'll have other clips available uh so yeah. that's pretty nice in the schedule and what's going on uh it, it, this is this is slick slicker than what anybody's doing locally and, and i am a big fan actually of channel 11's apps uh the wake up app i think is freaking genius uh over here where, where it has all your school closings and everything and in, in one spot you know that's the thing when you're like okay i gotta go do my commute. Boom. Here's everything I would want to know there. Uh, but no, this is, this is really nice. And, 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 yeah, and as, go ahead.
2: As far as, as far as, you know, being online and, and really, um, reaching out into the, into, well, I mean, really goes, goes as far back as I think they were the first TV station to, to have a web presence was channel 11 back in like 95, 96. Mm-hmm. And so they've always been ahead of the curve a bit. And I think that's, you know, it, it works, works well for them in some aspects. Unfortunately, you know, considering how ratings go, you know, it doesn't necessarily translate to numbers. But I think, as far as you know, reaching out to viewers and having that interactive element, um, I think they, they do a great job. And so, their company, uh, Cox Broadcasting, is, is invested in this app, so which is why they're on it. And then um, Channel 4's parent company, Hearst, they're also part of it as well. So they're, they're, that's one of the reasons those two are on. CBS CBS has always been behind the curve when it comes to when it comes to anything social, anything interactive. You know, when I was back at KDKA, they were telling us when we started tweeting, they didn't want us tweeting. They, they back in two thousand nine. You know, we were doing tw- Twitter on the air, and and you know, they had made a determination, or rather, dumb determination, don't do that because the reality was they weren't making any money off it. And at oh, some wow. point, when it comes to social, you know, you're right. You're not making money off off tweeting, but what you're doing is you're 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 making people consumers of your product.
0: Right. Well, it it, it helped out with the brand loyalty and everything, too. I I think a a very similar story, again, with KDK. I was hearing from an employee that uh, when Periscope exploded, everybody's doing Periscope. And then there was like the company memo memo from like, I think, CBS Corporate or something came down and says, no, because they didn't have. I don't know whether they didn't have a plan for it, afraid it was going to be showed off behind the scenes. I don't know what the case would have been. Oh, I, I
2: think I think it was incredibly the fact they didn't have a plan for it because they didn't have a plan for social media, mm-hmm. and you know it, it came down to the point where you know some guy, somebody had the KDKA Twitter handle before KDKA did. Oh wow! And because <laughs> I was, it's true, and because I was the only person who was to knew how to use Twitter, somebody in management said, "Can you get them? Can you can you get them to give us the handle?" Like that's not, that, you know the, the reality was somebody at corporate should have done that you know when, when They won. When, <laughs> exactly exactly so I think that was the thing so you're absolutely right and you know, I can't speak to what's going on hell I've, I've been away from KDK for you know more than four years now but um, that was the one thing that they never seemed it was the th- people you know because our friend Matt you know he knows his stuff yeah and and Matt Matt is a producer Matt Curlins is a smart guy because he he got you know. The thing I love about Matt Carlins as a news producer, and, you know, it, 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 and you obviously, you know, Matt, and, and a lot of the viewers out there know Matt. Um, Matt also was an early adopter. And, you know, you'd go over and, and Matt's checking every possible RSS feed and Twitter account just just to find stories that nobody else had. So, you know, I think I think when you when you adopt social media early on and you realize how to use it within the context of your everyday job, and yeah, it, you know, work's going to say you can do this, you can't do that, you can do this, you can't do that, but at least, um, you know, I, I, the people who are surviving are the ones who, who who caught on early on. Even like Sally Wiggin, perfect example.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's well, at. The- she's at a- how many. She's Go at a, like kind of a social media event I saw with like Kim Lyons who we just had awesome chat with next Pittsburgh who's completely on top of these things too and, and like people from TechCrunch right like, like like you're looking at that list and you're just like if, if you don't know it's like Sally Wiggin from TAE but she's everywhere yeah, just, it, it, yeah completely
2: well and, and the thing that Sally got about social media was so many people when it came out they were using it as a one way str- they're going to broadcast but they're not going to they're not getting interacted and Sally from day one was doing that. Yeah, and and you know, it it was just it, to me it was heartening, and you know she did it, and she was smart. She adopted it like Dennis Bowman adopted it. So here are these people who've been in the TV business for you know thirty years, and they're realizing that this is you know before management
1: comes up and says you have to start doing this, they caught on.
0: Mm-hmm. Good stuff stuff uh chili were you saying something over there
1: i was gonna say i mean we we talk about it on the show all the time how important it is even if you're not going to use a, sp- a specific social media service from day one get out there and reserve your name i mean yeah. we talked about it with peach we talked about it with with multiple the diff- different services even even if you just hear about it and go register your name so someone else doesn't take it i mean that's right. so critical looking at this news on app i mean this is really cool, and and I, to your point, I hope they do bring it to Apple TV because it's one more thing that that gets me further away from my cable package. Oh yeah. Well, wow. and when I moved
2: down here to DC, uh, you know, I was fortunate. I live in a place that cable's included, but I have one outlet in my living room, in my bedroom. Um, I, you know, I, I I had the option. I said no. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the cord in the bedroom, but at least and doesn't that sound. Uh, doesn't that sound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs>
2: um, But what I did, I made a mistake that actually I'm glad I made. I I was moving out of my apartment in Boston, and I I, I had boxes. I had a a large tote that I had an HP inkjet printer, like a 17-inch gateway monitor that I had just to have it. And I tossed it out because I said, I'm not going to need this stuff. Well, I didn't realize I put my Apple TV in there. That was was my second generation one, though. So. The first thing I did when I moved in up here, I went up and I bought the fourth, the, the, the brand new one, and man, it is such a game changer. You know, I'm, I, I think Apple has done some things right. I, 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 you know, they've obviously not had a great, they didn't have a great twenty fifteen, but the interface and, and even the remote, I mean, it's just it's fantastic and it lends itself well to apps like NewsOn that you can mm-hmm. to the Apple
0: TV uh, uh, environment. It's awesome. That's awesome. Well, talk about TV. I see you got a story here. Uh, you wanted to talk about. Uh, from pointer pointer.org. Uh, yeah. uh, t- tell me what's going on here.
2: So, you know, I think what what I love is, you know, in doing and working in the news industry and especially working for a, you know, a I'm working for network affiliate, a network owned and operated station. Um, you know, Fox does not have a nightly newscast. You know, you have Fox News, but, but the local stations and, and the network, they're we're two different entities. We're not the same, right. same, same name, same company, but, but, you know, two totally different operating environments in there. Um, but you do have the networks, you have ABC, CBS, NBC with the, their nightly newscasts. And the funny thing is, is for all the talk about the nightly newscast going away and, and, and younger viewers going to, you know, getting their news online, um, they're seeing more and more people turning back to the nightly news at 730 and or 630 and 7 o'clock at night and um, turning away from the cable networks. And I think we're finally reaching a point in our culture Where a lot of people are looking at, you know, that they're kind of realizing that cable, you know, cable news for what it is is um, not—it's driving more viewers away. It seems than 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 attracting them. Hmm. So I think that says something to, you know, what what um, what our desire and what we want and what we're looking for. I think at last some of the networks are, are listening, right? Because you know you're not getting. You know, you're not getting so much opinion anymore. You're getting coverage of what's going on in Flint, Michigan, with the water crisis. You're getting, you know, I just, I, I, I think, I don't think anybody's covering the presidential election all that well at this point. But, um, you know, there seems to be a migration back to traditional media sources and 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 what they're what they you know, obviously their apps and and other other sources. Because that's another thing, guys. You know, we, we, going back to the whole idea of Apple TV. Um, Cox Broadcasting, they, they, they have a channel 11 app for Apple TV. Nice. And so I can, I I can watch channel 11 live on my, on my Apple TV. I can watch, you know, ABC news live on my Apple TV. So, you know, they're smart in that they're, 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 you know, when you talk about things like Apple TV, you you really don't, you're not able to adapt Buzzfeed, for example, to the Apple TV environment because basically it's just, you're just putting Buzzfeed on a larger, larger screen. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas these these, you know, as these TV networks put out their apps, you know, you basically know it's a basic app where you're, you know, um, you're, you're going to turn on your Apple TV and you're going to go to the ABC News button and you're going to say, OK, I want to watch, you know, Good Morning America or I want I want to see this segment. Um, and I think that kind of that 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 heartens me because it, it you know, keeps me employed for a good while longer, hopefully. <laughs>
0: You know, and I also want to give a shout out. Uh, I, I've uh, thrown the CBS News app on my Fire TV. Not that like, I'm often in there, because I, 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 you know, I honestly kind of try to avoid the general news cycle, uh, just, sure, just for my own lifestyle uh, choices. And uh, but but whenever I do, like I, I kind of popped in, and it's it's what I want. It's news. It, it feels like the old headline news back when yeah. you know they were. Which just, I miss that man. Yeah, like that that like that oh, half hour cycle. Whoop whoop. There he goes. I got the, got a little bit of the uh, McDonald's ceiling over there in the can, green can anybody room.
2: Anybody suggest a new um, a new keyboard cover for my for my uh, for my uh, iPad Air?
0: <laughs> oh, and I got the Zag keyboard over here. Um, it, it was for an iPad three, but they got them for everything. This is really I nice. I the one
2: thing about the Zag that I don't like though is that I, the re- I have so I have a um, oh shoot, I, I don't know what kind this is um i think it's a logitech actually mm-hmm. and i like it because it's it's very slimline and i could still you know the thing with the zag is it has that clamshell is that the kind you have the clamshell yeah it
0: kind of all goes together and it kind of magnets together and there it is so okay but you do you want something yeah, the only kinda, problem
2: i have with that is at least this one i can kind of turn it around and use it in different in, the, the zag that i had with the clamshell you can only use it as like an almost like a laptop in that position. Yeah,
0: so. uh, you know what? I try to uh, break the rules and put it vertical, and then half the time it tips over, and I make noise, and I disturb all my coworkers in and, yeah. and, and, and the co-working space. And uh, But, uh, but you know, I live dangerously. Maybe I'll just prop it up on the other end. So. Um, hey, you got another article here uh, from Pointer that I think I mis- miscued before about, uh, oh, yeah. about the blizzard.
2: Yeah, so I'm curious, and I wanted to get your your opinions on this, both and Mike, because... Um, you know, it's 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 one thing that I've let's see this. So this is my fifteenth winter in working in working in news, and this was probably the first blizzard since two thousand two that I wasn't outside covering the blizzard. I was good, inside. Good, you didn't get almost
0: coverage. killed by a by a snowdrift again, like up was, in Boston.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but what I'm curious, you know, it's it's you know. And, when, when they're obviously, I know Pittsburgh did not get well. You know, we got I think some areas of our viewing area. We got 30, 35 inches down. Yeah,
1: yeah, we didn't get, we didn't get that. I mean, I think we got seven or eight. Okay, and I know pl- places north of the city. I, I heard you could still see the blades of grass. So they were. Oh no, yeah,
0: we went much. to Western New York on Saturday. Uh, we just got up uh, uh, partway up two seventy nine, and we were good. We were good from That's, there. Yeah.
2: I think out Somerset got hit, but. Uh, yeah. I'm curious what, what you think would be in situations like this, you know, in severe weather. And I think, I think, you know, when you, I think we can agree that while the coverage is overkill, when you get a certain amount of snow, yeah. yes, it is winter, yeah. but it also disrupts our lives to the point that the media should at some point step up and, and hold people accountable. And, you know, I think it's a great example of snowmageddon when you had Luke Ravenstahl who was out at Seven Springs all weekend long. And, and, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, it's one thing to not you know, you, you can, you can, you can be mayor and you know, you can manage things from afar, but it's, there's the whole optics of being there. Uh, yeah. So I'm curious in situations like that, if, if there's a big snowstorm or really any big severe weather event, let's say snowstorms because there's a certain el- element that, that requires viewers to stay in and, and something to watch TV. What, what can we do? What like, what can the media do to make it more, you know, more useful because i just find sticking sticking rulers in the snow and and you know skidding your feet on the the snow
1: and ice doesn't get you that far you you know what would be kind of cool and and obviously it would take a huge partnership between the city works departments and and the news but it would be really cool how you have the drive times in the morning and it shows an entire map of how long it takes to get from different areas in the city down and down to city central it'd be cool if you could somehow chart where and when the plows are so then i could say hey there's a plow coming by my house in in five minutes and it hasn't been plowed for a good hour it's funny you say that john because i because i was going to
2: use that they in dc there is a website i can go to and it'll show you over a 24-hour period where the trucks have gone if they plowed or if they salted and I do believe that there, if, if the technology isn't, or if, if they haven't deployed it yet, I think Pittsburgh, at least Pittsburgh itself, is uh, is adopting
1: something similar to that. because okay, they didn't have, they definitely didn't have it for this one, and they, they okay. kind of talked yeah. talked about, you know, what what areas of the city had been plowed, and that was I, I can't remember what channel it was, but when I turned on the news on Saturday morning, that was actually a large majority of the news was a live feed from the front of the news truck. Driving around Oakland and the, the local vicinities and Southside to show what the different roads look like. Then I I, I I just think it would be helpful I mean I would I would I would wait an extra 10 minutes if I knew a plow was coming by in five right. versus trying to trudge through the snow right now. Mm-hmm. Even a little bit because
0: I, I, I know there was a little bit of uh, accountability because, you know, we have a snow tracker and everything in Pittsburgh, right? And I, and yeah. I know I heard rumblings through other people talking about I was like, yeah, it sounds like the snow tracker was a little questionable because I said it was just five, five minutes ago. My, my road didn't even look touched. But to, to a certain account uh, or even people calling out, hey, those uh, plows would do better if the uh, – if the, uh, the, the skid was actually all the way down to catch the snow. Uh, but who knows? I don't know what the practice is or whatever the case may be. I know they can't drop it all the way on my road, for instance, because it's so lumpy, because it's a weird yeah. no outlet that, you know, you, it's just ridiculous. Chilly, you've seen it. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things. So I think, I think a little bit of, like, how are these systems working? What is breaking down? There, there, there is a little bit of that, you know. I mean, uh, you know, wh- why, is, why, are my, why are the Pittsburgh roads such a wreck? And and I I know the reason I I think I mostly know the reason for this, but you know, I'm in Beachview and then I get to Dormont and everything's clear. Absolutely clear. You know? Usually it's not go down towards the city. It's let's go the other way on the ridge until we get to Dormont where they actually got to their roads. But they got square miles of, of of stuff to cover. They know how to deal with that, right? Versus the city. You know, it, it's a it's a larger infrastructure, maybe not as not quite as efficient as a square mile can handle yeah, uh, for true. a borough. So, I, but 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 still, like even to get out and and that they explain those concepts, because otherwise you just got everybody complaining. I don't get why my street never gets touched, right? Or I don't get why 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 Broadway up here along the t tracks was an absolute mess by the time we got up there. But again, got and even Banksville, all that stuff absolute mess the entire time. Like we were slipping, and slided and getting through on 279 until we got out of city limits again, out of city limits and everything was cleared off, you know, but again, we were kind of, I think, uh, leaving the hit areas that, that way, but still, um, yeah, I think just the understanding the logistics of what's going on now when, um, uh, when, uh, uh, the snow apocalypse happened a few years ago and we were a day and a half without power and we could get the news on, Thanks to our neighbors' generator, that was very helpful. And I want so. What is going on with the power? You know, <laughs> how long <laughs> will it take? Yeah. You know, because I don't know about Duquesne. What? What exactly got hit? Why don't I have power? Because you never know. Why do I? Did, did something go down? Did a transformer go? Did that that old plant that seems to be put together with tinfoil, according to my family that works at Duquesne Light, go? You know what? What is it? Did, did the
1: snowplow that didn't show up run over run over the electrical lines? <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> you know uh, you know stuff like that it, uh, to me that seems like the way to go so
2: i th- i think it's that's good i mean i j- I, j- I think it's one of those things where you guys being being technologically savvy and i think also you, you know in, in, in an environment where you know you're living in you're living in in, in the sub, you know in a suburban area of a major city i think there are certain things and there's a certain intelligence that, that you have and you know, the people that we all collectively know have that I feel like should not be insulted every time snow comes down. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I will say compared to here, you know, in Boston, the coverage was such that when there was, you know, when there was a lull in the action and, you know, we, we try to quip and joke around a little bit about it and, you know, the manager, management wouldn't have that. Meantime, the one thing they let me do here is go off when I, you know, on the desk, we had a reporter on the air and, uh, and somebody, you know, sped their truck behind her and, and screamed at the camera and, and, you know, I I basically was able to say, you know, I said, well, if there's any justice in the world, that guy's going to be that guy's going to end up uh, uh, end up with two wheels and a snowdrift soon enough. And, and, and I get a message from my boss saying, yes, yes, keep doing that. Nice. So, I, you know, I feel like, you know, there's one thing to hold hold the powerful accountable, which is what the media should do in general. But I like the idea that sometimes, you know calling out the stupidity of our fellow man, you know, when you're driving around with three feet of snow on top of your car and that
0: sort of mm-hmm. thing. Certainly. And and, and and I'm looking at the article that you got here, but like stuff like this, like how to get unstuck from the show the snow. Especially, you know, and well one of the major problems with DC is DC doesn't get a ton of snow, right? So even no, you, you no. guys get light snow and it's a it is a it's a nightmare down there, right?
2: I so, think they got because it was funny, on Wednesday night they had an inch of snow, okay? During rush hour and all the meteorologists, and by the way, just to show you what a small world this is, our chief meteorologist, her her cousin is Bob Pompiani. Oh, wow. Uh, Her maiden name is Pompiani. She made us, we all did a video talking Pittsburghese. It was awesome. But she she did the weather in an Antonio Brown jersey in D.C. That's awesome. But, you know, we said the other night you know, look, there's going to be some snow coming. So just be prepared because it's not going to be, it's a different system, but we're going to get in just enough to cause a problem. The city was caught so off guard. It took people hours to get home. So, you know, fortunately the, the big storm hit over the weekend and it turned out to be, uh, you know, it was an inconvenience, but it wasn't catastrophic.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, but, but, but so, so, you know, okay. My wife is classically from, from Western New York, right? I'm yeah. from, I'm from at least like the, the bad side of the snow belt uh, here in nor- North of Pittsburgh. Uh, so we grown up and her more so than me um with these conditions and how to deal with it i've had my share of spinouts i've had myself in a ditch and i've had to deal with those kinds of things and and when th- the roads get worse you know i feel like i'm wildly out of practice personally uh so i default to her but still yeah. you know but the, even like you look at the pittsburgh people don't have x level right you know what happens when a tornado comes you, everybody reminds you the rules of a tornado don't do this get in you know the ditch thing yeah. the basement thing you know whatever the case may be and 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 I'm looking at, at at the article that you have up, and I hear see the video from this channel too, wherever this is how to get unstuck from unstuck from the snow again, those tips like here hey here's all those snow problems that you normally don't deal with in d c and maybe like let's interview some western New Yorkers and see how they deal with it. you know what I mean or, or whatever the yeah. case may be or 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 even they have a special segment with you because you just spent how many years up in Boston, so you're very fresh minded on what's going on with this stuff, right? So, I mean, you know, something like that. That 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 that's informative and and okay, you don't have to be frightened of everything, just be mindful of it, take your time, do this, you know, and, and, and kind of teach people to deal with it rather than teach people uh to be afraid of it.
2: Yeah, I agree with you.
0: So, that's my two cents. <laughs> well, hey, um, uh, before I, I definitely want to get this in before you have to roll out. But did any of you see the Casey Neistat uh, video? Because uh, of course, New York City, they weren't allowed to drive for several days. Uh, so, uh, uh, Casey Neistat's a big kind of Snapchat star. He actually does, I think he does documentaries or something. So he's like a director, video producer kind of guy. And, uh, he got out and he did this a couple years ago. There's actually a blizzard 2014 video that I found by accident at first. Uh, but, uh, there's one of him snowboarding with the NYPD and there he is in the blizzard in New York city, uh, just snowboarding the very snowy streets.
1: Well, they were, they were pulling them right
0: they were pulling them he's he's just rocking it and uh, and they run into the cops and the cops say hey be safe <laughs> so uh, it was it was a pretty cool thing apparently this went uh, pretty viral over the weekend and uh, no, now it's pretty cool I, he has a lot of fun stuff like this and he's got some like dual dual tandem stuff going on with him and a skier uh, or I might be confusing videos at this point, uh, but they they had a lot of fun with this. It's a really cool video uh, that they did. It, it
2: is cool, yeah.
0: If you ever if, if you ever been to New York City and know what it's like up there, and to see it snow covered like this and this kind of action going on, is pretty freaking awesome. So, um, I I, I could imagine them doing something like this on these streets, but with that, I don't think there's enough streets probably long enough for them to get up to speed. So, uh, but no, go check that out. Casey Neistat, he's got a lot of great stuff up there. Uh, on youtube and even like his snapchat stories that he puts together are really really cool um, um really well done and I, I think an inspiration for anybody that wants to do snapchat and figure out what they want to do with that as well so
2: yeah at some point we'll find a use for it
0: yeah exactly one of these days <laughs> one of these days but well, that was my awesome thing uh, I love that. uh chilla uh while we're at chilla what's what's your awesome thing of the week
1: so so I have the Microsoft and this has been on a couple of news outlets and it's 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 definitely confirmed. While it's not out yet, Microsoft has announced an iPhone keyboard yes. um, oh. that uses Word Wordflow. Mm-hmm. Um and this is a, a number of of apps that are quickly being announced all by Microsoft Garage um, for iOS. But one of the cool things that it, that it features is obviously the flow format. So if you're familiar with swipe or any of those, you can actually swipe around the letters. Um, if you kind of look at the first picture in the article that I posted, um, you can actually see they have a one-hand mode for the keyboard, and you can actually make it where it's left or right-handed, but it actually arcs the keyboard wow. along the the kind of 45-degree angle of where your thumb would be to make it easier to reach. And to me, this is something that they actually thought through. When, when I see something like Swipe on Android and it's on a 5.7-inch screen, there's no way you're getting your thumb to reach anything on that left-hand <laughs> side. So you, have to, you, have to, you can't use the the device one-handed, and I do find myself using – I have an iPhone 6S, not the Plus. And the reason that I don't go for the larger screen is because I can't get my thumb to the corners of the screen. This kind of solves for that, and it makes me wonder if I would consider larger screens based on the fact that then I could still continue to type one-handed. yeah. The the other thing that really surprised me about this is that it's it's Microsoft releasing something out to iOS kind of before they get it to their platform, and maybe this is something we'll see as part of Windows 10 almost at the same time because they say it'll launch within the next few months for for iOS. Um, so it's a, kind of a, an exciting thing I think to see kind of just the, the the change in Microsoft's thought process, but a pretty cool keyboard all the same.
2: Nice. Awesome.
1: Because I, you know, I, I went from the I
2: went from the six inch, or I'm sorry, the 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 five, five point five inch, I, no, 4.7 inch 4.7. iPhone. No, four point seven inch. Four point seven. Jesus. No, all these measurements. Uh, I went from I went from a six, which I I now have a, a six for work, but I did go to the six, uh, the six S Plus, and I use swipe on my iPhone six, but I find it very cumbersome on the six S Plus. So I, I, you know, I, I think for that exact reason, because there's still there's still enough, you know, with this there's still enough swipe room where you know you put your, where this one is just you know it's it's not that easy.
1: Yeah, it's huge. Do you find yourself on your on your plus? Do you find yourself where you can kind of double tap the home button where you don't actually push it all the way down, but you double right. tap and it pulls the screen down? Do you find yourself using that, or you just no. pull out the second hand? Okay.
2: Yeah, because I mean, you could the, the six. You can do that on the six too. It's kind of pointless. Uh-huh. But you can do you can do it on the six. Um, so I I've not. Um, but I think the reason I wanted to go with a six plus after the fact was because it was just for me. You know, doing what I do uh, makes it a little bit easier. I think you know work wise. But you know, I, I, here I am carrying around a six and a six a a six plus for work. So.
0: I mean, they're, they're worse problems to have. I suppose.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all oh, jeez! All these phones.
0: It's a it's an embarrassment of riches, uh, but yeah, hey, you know, you, Microsoft has some interesting stuff going on. I, I have it like, kind of pegged for later in the show, but it might as well. Uh, so, so uh, I, I think I've shared on this show uh, when uh, uh, Topolsky of The Verge uh, visited the R and D labs up at Microsoft. Uh-huh. And uh, hold on, I want to get the quote pulled up here so I got this right. Uh, but, you know, with, with, you know, obviously they've been changing things for a while at Microsoft with, uh, with, with their latest uh, uh, CEO. But uh, so they're, they're according to the words they're overhauling its research arm. So inventions actually become uh, realities. And the quote I got from this, uh, Microsoft reassigned more than half of its thousand research employees in September of 2014 to a group called MSR Next and there's uh, different funny capitalizations going on there, by the way. Uh, It's designed to work on projects that aren't just pure research and have a greater impact. Uh, And and I translate that into, and I think it gets into in the article, stuff that actually turns into products, you know, actually like attainable products versus uh, kind of, blue sky hey we got a we got this uh a a cell phone that does this and 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 stuff it's like it sounds like it's more the the attainable things um so like uh, separate teams they're they're talking about have developed like xbox xbox projectors and holodecks like you know you've maybe seen some of those things with the connects when they've kind of strapped those things together something from inside microsoft from, from outside um so i mean it's always talking about future technology but you know they haven't you know uh, you just kind of forget about it, and then you just hear about Skype, you know. So um, it's interesting. Uh, it'd be cool to see. Like, does this lead to more things like Hololens coming out?
1: Well, there was an interesting article, and I don't, I don't know if we covered it on this show, but it, it talked about all of the Microsoft apps that are coming out that are kind of seem like fun and gimmicky and people would want to pick up or they're actually using for the kind of greater good behind-the-scenes AI type stuff mm-hmm. when you when you look at um, arrow or auto tag photo story torque all of these apps or the mimiker I think or something like that that was a was a as an alarm clock Um yeah, the what is
0: that the one that like like wakes you up with physical tasks or something? I read about this week. Yeah, yeah.
2: And wasn't there the one app? Uh, it wasn't an app, but it was just the technology you put on a site where it's supposed to guess your age, and it just was so stupid. But you realize that it was part of
1: Microsoft's bigger, you know, bigger, bigger plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's where I think to to your point with these, you know bringing bringing around projects that kind of are something that can be attained that are attainable and and lead to a a better better tomorrow that's where i see them kind of even with the age thing if if they can start grabbing massive amounts of images and and all kinds of stuff to to power ai in the future um that's where i think there's a lot of potential behind this and Things like this that, while it make it fun to use and it's free to use, they're kind of getting something back out of it. Yeah, I could see them leapfrogging some of their competition by by having access to massive amounts of data if they can get people using all of the, these technologies.
0: Right, they need our angle, then you know, like Google already has it, you know, or, I, mm-hmm. or Apple has you walking around with these iPhones reporting back info if they wanted to, or they probably mm-hmm. you know, things like that. You know, Siri. You know, I mean, every, everything you do in Siri goes back somewhere. So, and yeah, what do they right, do? Right. What do they do with well, the anonymized it's, it's, data? Know,
2: a friend of mine who is a uh, uh, he is he is an Echo, and his, he was telling me that I guess his his uh, he and his wife have a have a nanny come over during the day to watch watch their child, and you know the Echo stores all of your voice commands, and you can go back online and listen to them. And he was having fun listening to his Bolivian Bolivian you know nanny trying to pronounce you know, the names of various artists. <laughs>
1: so it's stored it
2: in the cloud somewhere. And by the way, I realize how pretentious that sounds. But you know, it's just it's
1: just you know, what do you expect their lawyers, you know? They're mm-hmm. they're gonna have crap like that. Um, but I think Google Google you can do that with the voice search, can't you? I think you can go back through Google Voice Search and it'll and listen to your old Google voice searches. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing. Oh, but. yeah, yeah. But I'm good. sure. But I'm sure they're using all that to to lead to better understanding and, and better figuring out what people are trying to say and how different yeah. people pronounce things. And it's it's right. it's just right. the way way it is.
0: And you know, in Siri, all that saved somewhere too. You just don't have the transparency, oh, sure. mm-hmm. the tra- transparency Google has because Google. I was at security.google.com. You can see every basically everything that Google has for
1: you. And it's interesting my Apple doesn't come forward and kind of say how it's used, but they they're very clear about what's how it's it doesn't store who sent it and there's no tie between different iterations of the conversation so if if you say one command now and you say one command ten minutes from now, it doesn't tie the two together necessarily it's 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 kind of interesting. The privacy that that Apple does employ, and and I've heard Microsoft going down the same factor, or, or the same road. Whereas Google, to your point, they they have an entire catalog you can go back through and, yeah. and re-listen to everything that you've said.
0: Right, and yeah, actually, I think it's uh, accounts.google.com, and that can bring you to a lot. Of, I don't know if this is the same one. This this looks a little different. I think I, I stumbled on a different thing. Uh, but uh, it should be, you know, it, it's one of those Google search should bring it up, right? um but anyways uh awesome awesome so th- those are awesome things of the week i uh, want to get to a couple other things and i gotta say I, we, we got some interesting stories come up and some contrib- contributed stuff as well uh but we are getting late in the show and it is time to give a shout out to our friends slice on broadway slice uh, they've been supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza for nearly two years here. Uh, great folks down there. Uh, it, it's great going to pick up something because I want to I get a, a pizza for the Royal Rumble here Sunday. And uh, they'll say, hey, see you Tuesday. I'm like, oh,
1: yeah, I will slice, see you
0: Tuesday.
2: Slice pizza because Domino's Pizza are a bunch of child molesters.
0: They, they're, they're okay. <laughs> uh, there you go. Hey, slice. <laughs> you can run with that. You can have that one. Um, but uh, anyways, like oh, I said. Wait.
2: Hey, guys, some breaking news just came in. Donald Trump's campaign manager says he will not be participating in the debate on Thursday because Fox News Megyn Kelly is Megan Kelly's debate is uh is uh moderating it.
0: Is that one that he said something really horrible about? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's that's wonderful. Um, but uh you know I'm inspired you're sitting there in the I'm loving it green room over there. Uh <laughs> I, I we need yeah, some right. we need some Slice on Broadway logos. We need to make this a Slice on Broadway studio going on over here, uh, because they've just been uh, real awesome to us for a while here, uh, fan the people in studio uh i know there's not many this week uh but but we we have had some pretty good weeks here and and party weeks and and the, the the christmas party and everything and everybody gets fed because we do do this right in the middle of dinner time thank you guys for joining me on, on your dinner hour uh so uh, uh th- thanks to them check them out sliceonbroadway.com, pgh underscore slice on the twitter as well as slice on broadway on the facebook and instagram let them know you heard about them on the awesome cast and uh check out all the uh, pictures of the fun pizza art that they're doing over there, and you'll get hungry too. Okay, uh, so I got an interesting uh uh bit from uh uh Miss Sinbin on the Twitters. And listen, okay, first of all, I went to the library, right? And uh and and I'm walking in and in, you know, it's the new fancy Beachview library. It was like they, they took a year to rebuild this entire thing it is a glowing beacon at the end of my road over on the hill <laughs> that that now that now I don't even know there's a giant Catholic church behind it anymore because it's so freaking bright at night. OK, um, but uh, there you go. Uh, and, and, and I'm walking out and I'm looking over in kind of the children's area uh, to, the, to, the, to the left of the door. And I'm realizing there's a 3D printer. Oh, wow. A 3D printer in the in library. The child's area. At the Carnegie Library in Beachview. Wow! Wow! Can anyone go in there and use that? I, I don't know what the deal with the printer is yet, but I want to find out. And, and uh, but uh, but 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 just as I'm leaving, and I get in the car, and, and I'm driving somewhere, and I wait till I get there to read my messages on my Pebble. I get this tweet from uh, Miss Sinbin on the Twitter. It says, 3 D is so last year." As if she was reading my mind. Uh, novel. 4D printing method blossoms from botanical inspiration. And there's a giant article here from um, um, EurekaAlert.org that I only uh, mildly understand as I was going over this. But it, it's it's uh, it's saying uh, uh, material science and mathematics combined to enable the printing of shape-shifting architectures that mimic the natural movements of plants.
2: Okay. Oh, okay.
0: All right, wrap your head around that. I think we'll, we'll probably get more clear explanations or maybe Ms. Sinbin can uh, uh, explain this to us a little more in depth in the future. Uh, but it's the, the, the 4D printed hydrogel composite structures that change shape upon immersions in water. Now, first of all, I read that. So it's the
1: T. It's the T one thousand from Terminator. Ooh.
0: Okay. Maybe <laughs> it's like
1: the liquid metal Terminator.
0: But when right. they tell that it changes shape when it it gets immersed in water, I'm thinking those things that you buy the little figures and you put them in a in a in a two liter of water and it becomes the giant thing over overnight. Uh-huh. Am, am, does anybody remember those from like the? 80s? I do remember those. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Again, it kind of reminds me the whole the whole idea of like the shape the shape shifting. It, it kind of reminds me it was such a revolutionary move in animation during Shrek. When you notice when Shrek moves around, his fur kind of goes, you know, or, or donkey's fur goes in the direction of which he's moving, and right, it, it, it's just it's it that that's what it sounded like to me.
0: Hey, Well, we'll see what's going on there, but uh, but uh, you know, hey, you know what? If uh, you know the three D printers are ended up in our library, it's now for the next ready for the next step. So, um, I, okay, I don't know if you heard about this one, but uh, first first of all, the news was going around that Facebook was opening an office here in Pittsburgh.
2: Yes, I did I did see
0: that, yes. And it turns out it is definitely going to be an Oculus research center. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, we we already have um. Well, well Uber it has a research center here in, in conjunction with Carnegie Mellon. Of course, Carnegie Mellon with the yes. uh, the etc. and a lot of video game stuff coming on. Shell games here. Um, uh, really cool. Even smaller groups like 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 we talked to here uh, looking for group. And there's some really interesting things happening around game development uh, from the small to the large uh, uh, size kind of thing. Uh, that's awesome that they're going to do uh, uh some more on that. And I was having a discussion actually with Chachi at lunch today uh about the oculus and everything and 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 the idea that um you know hey it's going to be more than video games this doesn't doesn't need to sell a million and sell a bunch of minecrafts for it to be successful there are plenty of other applications for this and i think that's what they're going to get into here uh it says that the the quote from uh, nextpittsburgh.com uh, that they're uh, building a small team in pittsburgh that will uh, focus on the virtual reality research so uh it'll be small but mighty uh, 20, when 000. right
1: on right on the heels of this, I think Samsung announced that they're going to put a VR st- recording studio in New York, like oh, wow. right in New York City. So there's going they're going to have kind of recording space to to record, and that's that's where I really see beyond the video games being able to be completely immersed in something like a debate. And and be able to be part of the audience, I think, is huge.
2: And if I'm not mistaken,
1: I think I think
2: actually CNN did one of their debates in which you know they they they, they had a version you could download onto a Samsung right. phone. Right, they did. And you, okay, um, it, uh, yeah, it was
0: here. a it was a 360 video uh, basically. So okay. it was just like they put in a back, but they said uh, the few podcasts I listened to that checked it out said that it was weird because you you're there, you see the debate in front of you, but then you see like the guy chewing gum next to you. Too, yeah, you know, and, and
1: the, but I think that's the cool part, right? So, yeah. and and that's where I think that it, it would be interesting, especially for the news. Think about it you You're not only reporting on what someone's saying, but what what you what everybody doesn't see, right? That's What, did, what did the other person? What was the other person's reaction while Person A was speaking? I think that's uh, a good point. I think that's really cool to gauge both other other people debating as well as the audience. I mean, you get a full understanding of everything that's going on around that area. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, I'll be interested yeah. to see only because you, you can figure out that the different, the different ways in which they've tried to change the way we interact and, and we immerse ourselves in programming have failed, you know, 3d TVs, you know, it. it you had ESPN, it had a 3d network that failed. Um, you know, obviously, 3D and, and and virtual reality are two different, you know, two different, two different concepts. You know, the question that I have is, are we already set in our ways that we we don't require to break that four, we don't need to break that fourth wall to get what we need out of it? And mm-hmm. I think when you find that game-changing way, because you're right, John, in terms of doing what I do, I think that if you can provide that other dimension, because you know, the, the reality is is, is you know, we're, we have to find different ways to, to do our jobs because politicians, especially, you know, like Donald Trump doesn't need the media. Donald Trump has, you know, he's a, Facebook and, and Instagram. I mean, you know, he doesn't need to go to the media to get a message out. Nobody has to do that. You know, you just you just pull your phone out, shoot a video and upload it. So I think the, the, as we find new ways to augment what what our primary mission is, I think it, it could be a good thing. But you have to find that game changing item and a game-changing technique that finally pushes it forward and, and allows
1: it to, to, to get, get critical mass mm-hmm. right think if think if you could watch a game from either teams kind of like like in the nhl from 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 the seats that the team are sitting in or if if on a football field you could go anywhere along the sidelines and right. watch the game from that perspective. I think that kind of completely changes the, the viewers. Yeah, it's true. Willingness to, to kind of then be completely immersed in there versus, yeah. I mean, 3d can sometimes give me a headache. It sometimes looks choppy and then junky. I don't know.
0: But is this also, is this also a feature that's for the hardcore and whatever the subject matter is much like you can get like the NASCAR package where it's multiple channels and each channel is the camera from inside one guy's car.
2: That's true. For there instance, I mean that's, that's for, for the sure. hardest
0: of hardcore. Now, in contrast, and I really wanted to find the article on this, but I heard a really quick bit about what this was. But apparently that like one of the kind of research things was doing in like 360 video, and they were talking about um um you know. Putting you in situations so you will actually emote two things. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen, uh, not fed up. What's the, uh, What's the uh, the big uh, 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 one that's about you know, like what they're doing with the chickens that, that that they're using that when we when we buy chicken from the supermarket uh, food ink I think it's called and, and, and you know you see and you see you know the chickens and, and how they're they're slaughtered and, and and how horrible it is but what if like I think in this instance like they put a camera on a cow that was getting slaughtered in one of these things and yeah. you see from its perspective you know what happens or or in other kind of situations you know. Um, you know, what what what's it like to be you know a, a hungry kid in, in Somalia or or whatever the case may be? You know, uh, with Sarah McLaughlin playing the background, probably. Uh, but you know, and and how how that affects you? Because the comments from it were like you know, like how scared you were. You know, seeing all this in the first person True. perspective. You know, it, it could be a thing to drive home a point like that. Uh, in some way, I don't know how you do that on a mass scale of any sort. Uh, but, uh, but uh, it could be, it could be an interesting uh, thing. And, and do you, you know, cause it was something like that could be obviously upsetting, but that's kind of the point, I guess. So, yeah, but, uh, it's well, common
2: As always, sir. And, and John and Orton. You know, <laughs> I'm not a I'm sir. sir. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> it's my, my, my way of being formal, uh, we have a ten o'clock news to get together, and I have to go do go through some video to make it uh, to get it on the air tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is uh, it is always an honor and pleasure to be with you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, of course, you're on Fox Five uh, down there in Washington D.C. Uh, mm-hmm. The transition has been complete uh, from yes from your second it's, second home.
2: It's, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, this is this is it's it's D.C. is a great town. It's a great city. I have friends. I have family down here. And Pittsburgh's three and a half hours away, and I plan on making that drive. I think on uh, Friday morning. So nice. It's uh, guys, I have my weekends free again. It's it's pretty nice. amazing.
0: Where where can people uh, uh, find your your DC antics online? Fox Five
2: dccom or uh, you you have locate and then locate Fox Five.
0: Awesome, awesome. The official and unofficial antics.
2: Yes, oh, and you can find me, at Jim, locate Fox Five DC on Facebook because they're really into Facebook.
0: So. Awesome! Thanks a lot for joining us, Jim. We'll see you next time. See you time. guys. Take care. All right. Have a good one. Okay, Bye. Bye. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, hey, we got some stuff coming up. I want to mention in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, so, well, first of all, hey, uh, shout out to our friends uh, River River's Edge uh, uh, it, I, I said, we're going to talk about a bit more. But I was really impressed with their, what they're doing over there. Uh, so that can be kind of an, a, a quasi-awesome thing of the week. We are going to partner with them. Uh, this show, uh, if all works out, I'm going to kick them the MP3 here in a little bit. And uh, this is going to broadcast at some point here on, on Wednesday morning, I think the plan is. Uh, and then that's going to be the, the general idea. But check out other stuff. they got sports. they got general talk uh, in the mornings. And uh, it sounds like they're actually going to be uh, potentially broadcast in some places around. And they actually have a one-year anniversary coming up. Uh, uh, here on February, what's the Saturday? February 13th, I think it is, uh, out there in Millvale. Uh, I'll have information shared around on Facebook, of course, or go to Uh They got the they got, uh, River's Edge PGH. River Life are the people that, that redid the riverfront down here in Pittsburgh. I interviewed them several years ago. I keep getting that stuck in my head. So um, Also, Chilla, I want to give... Uh, so I accidentally found myself in entrepreneurial meet, meetups, and I, I mean that <laughs> plural, on on Monday morning, it was really weird. Um, I don't know. Do you know Kit Mueller? Uh that, that 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 he he, he does some, some some companies here, and I know he's part of these entrepreneurs the startup drinks, you know, things like that in the area. He's been to PodCamp Camp Pittsburgh. Uh, that's probably where I ended up ran, running into him because I knew I had. You know, it's one of those like I've mm-hmm. met you before. You're not just a name I see in my email every once in a while, right? Uh, but uh, no, I, I had to go interview him for the, some of the stuff around uh, the the Code Academy that's coming up. And uh, and and I stuck around for unstuck Pittsburgh. It's a, it's an entrepreneurial kind of group meetup. Like forty people are there, and everything from like a a, a, a you know a Vietnamese girl that does cupcakes to to somebody starting a, a, a another podcast studio to people doing healthcare things. Uh, a really cool uh, group. is free. It's down. Um, it's down there at the uh, uh, I think it's the heal the world. Uh, office but just go go repair the world repair the world thank you uh uh, uh, unstuck pgh just uh uh, you know uh, uh, google it it'll come up come right up uh there's a meetup group for them and uh facebook page and everything uh so go for unstuck pittsburgh and uh go check that out and i honestly don't even know the name of the group that i ended up in afterwards and (laughs) alphala somebody just invited me up and (laughs) and we talked about business uh business messaging which I, 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 I really, I, I, that's exactly what I needed, to be quite honest. I, I need a lot of business messaging uh, help going on around here. Um, I can tell other people how to message, but I can't turn the lens on myself very well. So I need that mm-hmm. little bit of a, a helper thing. I need to hire a me to help me, is what needs to happen <laughs> here, actually. Uh, but uh, so if I can hire com to, hi- to help me at com, that would be weird, you know, but uh, maybe in a time loop. Uh, but no, really cool things going on down there. So uh, if you're looking to make something, or even you don't even know where to start, get down there and uh, start picking some brains, and, and hopefully that'll get you going. Um, shouts to this Thursday friend of the show uh, from Awesome Chat a couple of weeks ago, uh, Kim Lyons and uh, and and Kid and, and a bunch of other people. Uh, Learn to pitch your startup with a pro with TechCrunch and uh, uh, Spark PGH. Um, I unfortunately, I think I'm I'm going to have to miss this because I have a meeting that landed right in the middle of this. Uh, but holy crap, get up there! Even if you're not even going to go to pitch, go learn how do you like talk about the thing that you're making. And they're actually going to have. Do they have the list of people? Where's the list of people on this page? Uh, Sally Wiggin, who we just mentioned, is going to be there. Uh, uh, Kim Lyons of Next Pittsburgh is going to be there, and uh, a fellow from uh, or lady, I'm not sure, from TechCrunch is actually going to be there as well on the John. panel john biggs thank you how do you find this information and i can't i thought i got the wrong
1: you no know, the funny part is, is i'm just clicking on your links
0: just clicking on my links it was one of the other ones isn't it i tricked it's, myself
1: uh, if you scroll down there's the event details uh, john biggs TechCrunch editor sally wigan diana nelson jones for. from pittsburgh post-gazette and kim lyons and next oh, pittsburgh
0: you found the good link
1: obviously
0: <laughs> there it is There's I the event, lucky, right? I guess. and it's um it's Oh, it, it's free to get on the wait list, actually. Um, and there's uh, volunteer tickets and everything. Uh, but you can go try to be a part of that as well. I think... Oh, so it's generally sold out. So there's, there's a wait list. But I know if you're a part of that in stock Pittsburgh, I think there's a little bit of an in for you uh, to check that out as well. So pretty cool event happening. Uh, da, 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 tell, your stories, podca- tell your story with Sound Podcast Basics at Work Hard Pittsburgh. I'm not involved with this, guys. Uh, our friends, uh, Buzzy from the Epicast Network, as well as... Uh, uh, Donna Baxter of the TO of Tech Diva uh, and a whole bunch of other people involved in this. Uh, it, it's going to be a boot camp. It's twenty seven thirty five. Uh, that's that's a cost, not the time, not 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 anything else. Uh, but uh, go check that out. It, it, it's going to be a, a morning or day boot camp. They're going to have breakfast and everything. Uh, and it's over on the Work Hard Pittsburgh events at Work Hard meetup group. If you want to go check that out, holy crap, so much stuff happening this week in Pittsburgh. Um, and that's everything there like i said josh lucas academy pittsburgh over on awesome chat you can check out at awesomecast.net uh next thursday no next wednesday i'm going to be doing a workshop on squarespace if you're like i need a website and i don't even know where to begin i i promise you if you know how to open a word you can do this and i'm going to show you how it's what i it's what my go-to for websites because I don't want to manage websites, okay? Uh, it, it, it's the best thing. I, I make it. I hand it over, the keys to my clients. If, if, if I if I leave a project and everything's cool, and it doesn't go down like with WordPress. Um, so uh, I encourage you guys to go check that out. That information for that, uh, go click on the educational series link at uh, sidekickmediaservices.com. <sighs> Chilla, what do you got going on?
1: <laughs> what have I got going on? Um, nothing towards the end of January. February heats up with Mobile World Congress towards it's the up. end of the month, which is probably going to bring us a new a bunch of new Samsung devices. Microsoft's probably going to announce some stuff. And then quick on the heels of that will be they're claiming an Apple announcement in early March. Um, but for those of you who are kind of following along with that storyline um, – There's been a smattering of releases from Apple recently um, with their betas. So the podcast app comes to a recently released TV operating system. But quickly, right after that was released, there was a new beta for TV, a new beta for El Capitan, and a new beta for iOS. So I'm looking forward to a lot of those capabilities that I those those things bring one of them being Night Shift, which I think is a pretty cool technology that kind of adjusts the color scheme of the device to help you get to sleep on time and not try to keep you awake. Um, the thing that I'm really looking forward to, and I think you had some comments on password managers, is the ability to password protect um, notes taken within the Notes app and then synchronized back across to your computer um, So I thought that's the two pretty cool pieces of tech coming coming into that that kind of arena that that I definitely look forward to because I am old school (laughs) and I have an encrypted text file um, where I keep my websites with my passwords. And even if you can somehow gleam your way into that file, um, then I actually have a, a methodology that I use that the passwords typed out in there aren't actually the passwords. There are then things that let me know what the password is, but don't actually tell anybody else what the Hmm. password is.
0: Hmm. Cool. We should have a password management episode at some point, maybe there should be like a general security episode. Like, like, like
1: I definitely agree with general security.
0: Yeah. So at some point, we we should just spin off awesome
1: cast specials in general, not just Christmas. You, so I noticed in here, and, and I think I don't know. Do you have a few minutes? Uh, maybe a moment, real quick. A moment. So, what was your thoughts on the Intel Compute Stick? Um, I
0: didn't expect much out of it, and the review pretty much uh uh, uh relayed that because uh, I I really I, I you know what did you expect from this thing? Uh,
1: I didn't expect a lot out of it, but I uh, the reviews, the few handful of reviews I read were were surprisingly. Mm. This is much better. The second time, the second try was was where the second attempt is is far better off than the first. Yeah, because from squeeze, a from capabilities a and so processing this, perspective,
0: uh, just to review. So this is a stick, uh, you know, kind of a little dongle that you can plug into the back of your HDMI capable uh, uh, TV, and it's supposed to be a full computer in a stick in a stick. Um, and you can plug in stuff in a Bluetooth keyboard and all that kind of thing, uh, and, and, and you'll be good to go. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's only got, what, two gigs of RAM. It says still needs to be plugged into an AC adapter, because, well, where else are going to get the power for something like this? Oh, uh, you can't power a computer off of, off of your HDMI port. Holy crap. Uh, so uh, it, it, it's $159. There's only one USB port. But uh, I think if you have very kind of menial tasks... Maybe I I call it unitask, but I have an older computer, like the one that you're on right now, Chilla, uh, that <laughs> uh, is older, and we can throw it, uh, XP or Windows Seven on it, and, uh, and and it does that one thing, and your video comes off uh, pretty decent. Actually, I think you're on the Mac today. You're on an iMac today, oh. uh, so there you go, a 2007 iMac, and there you are. Hello, I don't know, and uh, here I am, and mostly it works well, but like like Chilla looked a little chunky on there for some reason, right? Uh, okay. You're chilla, hello. Yes, I did,
1: I did, but I I was getting that from low case feed, so I think it might have been his feed. It
0: might be a little bit him too, but but between yeah. the two, I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's a lower resolution on this on this Dell laptop that apparently had been dropped a lot from the looks of it. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> duct tape studio, baby. Uh, but anyways, uh, no, I, I think it's a. I think it's a. I would be. I would consider this as an option with some HDMI HD TVs. And mm-hmm. that would replace, like, the computer you're on to bring in, like, a Google Hangout or a Skype, potentially, potentially, um, with, like, maybe an Ethernet USB adapter. You know? Uh-huh. So uh, I, I, I think like, that's the kind of thing I would think, because it's got to be at least as powerful as whatever you, you're on on this older computer, right. which is, like, a, they're all... Uh, I, I think everything here is a Core 2 Duo that I still have in the studio. Uh, uh, it's Core 2, Core 2, Core 2 and that one up there is uh, some kind of amd something or other as well uh, like a sempron or something i think it's like a celeron but that's my thoughts chilla it's been fun it has been at chilla on the twitters
1: at chilla on the twitters now, john chilla on the facebooks now
0: streaming on the river's edge i just giving them all yeah. now, streaming
1: now and I, i'm actually excited I, I, I was trying to look at the calendar let me know if you have any more information about when that streams or how that streams and i'll definitely be trying to tweet out some also, awesome. some tweets about that
0: yeah i think it's going to be wednesday morning for those interested. so if you missed us and then you're driving around pull up their website and you can listen to that they got great music great local music unsigned artists and, it, and it's a good it's a really cool mix actually I, I i was i was digging it more than i usually think i would when we're talking about local music right uh so uh definitely go check them out oh hey we're listed on there actually
1: oh our logo's on yeah, there you're that. right on the front page that's why i was and like also, wow that's really really also cool. our
0: friends from bold pittsburgh are represented as well uh they're gonna have a show coming up uh, on there um it's uh oh they had a cool name for it i don't think they have that on here uh i saw i saw that spreading around the social medias over the past week so uh go check all that out thanks a lot everybody joining us awesomecast.net and uh and uh check out all our friends all our sponsors uh, uh slice on broadway bold pittsburgh and of, uh, of course uh check us out on the patreon awesomecast on the twitter let us know any stories anything you think about stuff that happened this week Really appreciate the feedback. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Jim Lokay at Chilla. Thank you to our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.